Make sure mine's recording. Oh, yeah, it picked up the clap, so we're all good. You picked up the clap? <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. I walked right into that one. <laughs> Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Netflix and Review, where we watch the movies that you skip through. I'm your host, Lee, and with me is my other host, Mike. Hey. hey. Great introduction, Mike. So today we are reviewing one of the greatest time travel movies of all time. Get it? Time. Paradox. So Mike. Dun, dun, dun. (laughs) So Mike, tell us all about Paradox. All right. So here's the plot summary of this movie. Drum roll, please. Thank you. (laughs) A group of young scientists are working on a secret project that may allow them to travel ahead in time. They test it by sending one of their own ahead one hour. He returns, pleading with them to shut it down, explaining that within that hour, they will all die. All scientists involved in the time-traveling project have no clue that any problems that they experienced will or has come from their own group. With each trip through the time machine, paradoxes begin stacking up on top of each other as any change in timelines could kill them all. Or is it that not change anything could ultimately cause their demise? Find out now. (laughs) You know, that doesn't really summarize the movie at all. No, it really doesn't. In fact, it actually is kind of wrong on on several counts. It did not sum it up at all, because this movie was actually... it seemed like it was cut and shot like a TV show more than it did a movie. Because whenever any dramatic part happened, there was always that little pause. It's like, okay, here comes a commercial break. At least that's the way <laughs> I felt when I was watching the movie. No, I, I completely agree. I actually thought that this was like a uh, an episode of, uh, do you remember The Outer Limits back in the yeah, 90s? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Just like The it, Outer Limits exactly of the Twilight yeah. Zone. Yeah, exactly. That's what it reminded me. Or like Black Mirror. I was like, this could easily be a Black Mirror episode. Yeah, Black Mirror. Probably the same writer. It probably was, actually. Actually, well, speaking of the writer, if I remember correctly, it was the same writer and director who was a kickboxing champion back in England. Ooh, in England. That means he's really <laughs> tough. Yeah. we. I mean, we know that they can kickbox quite a bit. That's, yeah, because that's what they're known for. The English are known for kickboxing and drinking tea. Exactly. Exactly. For anyone wondering, the director of this movie was Michael Hurst. That's true. It was. This movie oh this movie also featured the stunt double for Xena Warrior Princess. Who was that? Zoe Bell. Oh, Zoe oh. Bell. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I had to look that up cuz uh she's so well known that her name escaped my mind. Well, that that's that's her biggest credit is that she was the stunt double in Xena Warrior Princess. Actually, uh I was looking up on IMDb. Apparently, she does a lot of other stunt work for like a bunch of different TV shows. I might have been some Game of Thrones on there, too, but I'm not sure. But I think this is the first time of her actually acting, and uh, it kind of showed. <laughs> well, it could be bad <laughs> writing, too. It's like watching this movie, when you watch it, it kind of ends up like a sort of a, an episode of Clue, or like you're watching the movie Clue, and trying to figure out who's doing this, who's causing all these murders. And sorry to spoil the movie for you guys, but it's her, the main character. It's like, oh, who would have thought that, that the main character is actually the bad guy in this movie? Who hasn't seen that scenario before? That is very true. So to kind of... I know you kind of summed up the IMDb uh, synapsis, synopsis, uh, whatever they, how Synaps- you say the word? Synapsi. <laughs> whatever. Yeah. So realistically what happens is that this group of people basically show up to a warehouse and they've uh, built a time machine. I don't know how they did this with what money. They kind of explain that the there's a rich businessman 
uh, Mr. Landau, I believe his name is. Yes, but it did not look like it was a billion dollar project, did it? N- no, it did not. It was really, I think they had a warehouse to shoot in, and that's exactly what they did. Yeah, to me, it seemed like one of those projects where it's like pick one location and film an entire movie there, and that's what they did. <laughs> exactly. I bet they saved a bunch of money doing that. Probably, that's probably what it was all about. They wanted to save money in the end. Exactly. So anyway, they built this time machine. They're like, hey, we're going to go test it on a person. They pick uh, one of the guys. He's not the initial test subject but he goes anyway they send him an hour into the future we we travel with him and uh he sees a bunch of dead bodies and they give him a camera and send him back and they're like okay everyone's gonna die in an hour and so they got to figure out who's the killer which like you said spoiler alert it's one of them but you know what i understand about the camera is when did it break yeah i didn't really understand that either yeah it never broke like as far as i know it never broke so why the hell it couldn't be played it's like yeah and so yeah we probably should mention that so he takes this camera back with them that apparently recorded the past hour of everyone getting killed and they can only decipher bits and pieces of it and they only decipher bits and pieces of it right before it happens literally minutes before it happens that's all they get so it really just wastes time when you watch the movie it doesn't tell you anything no and i mean it sets it up i guess this whole idea that you can't change the future you can't change what's what's in stone but that doesn't make any sense because they know like they've seen it they've seen the video of it and they're like i think the the guy in the wheelchair even comments on it he's like "I, i just saw this happen yeah and it's like if you just saw it happen you could change it exactly and then it's like it creates all these paradoxes it's like, well this is it was just ridiculous the fact that it all happened within one hour is what bothered yeah. me the most yeah that it's didn't like, really make really, a whole lot of sense everything's like really everything went to shit within one hour it's like these people could not keep it together for one fucking hour and then the, the way it was set up it seemed like it was going to be an infinite time loop someone kept going back and so it's like when did that ever end when did they really go back into reality and i don't think they did so that i I will say this about the movie it ended on such a down note and i'm glad that the movie kind of went with that like they could have easily you know had the what's her name zoe bell the the female lead or whatever she could have easily gotten out and been like okay you know i'm free we're we're done with the time loop but nope it turns out that she was the uh, ultimate bad guy in the end yeah and then they, they finally saved her. It's like, well, they always knew that the elevator was coming. So it's like, even when she escaped, when the person is finally dragged out, how many times was she dragged out of the elevator that they've seen? Like, exactly. Yeah, it, it, it keeps infinitely looping, yeah, which exactly. is kind of funny, though, because what was it? The uh, the main bad guy, her, I guess, ex-boyfriend. So it, it turns out her ex-boyfriend, the guy that the, the initial test subject, it turns out he's the killer. Spoiler alert. Spoiling it, you're spoiling everything. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> And um, he even like has a conversation with himself, which is really awkward. And he's like, yeah, he's like, we're going to go be rich. So go ahead and, you know, get in the time machine and and I'm going to stay here and we're going to we're going to go be rich together in the future. And then it turns out he dies. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Another big problem with that is how much did he change in what, 45 minutes? Yeah, I didn't understand this guy with good morals, like a good guy to all of a sudden he's this crazy lunatic who doesn't care about anyone. It's like this all happened within one fucking hour. (laughs) Yeah, I didn't understand that either yeah he just became a cold-blooded killer in one hour that's all and i think he, well he even comments on that which is the funny part it's like so they're having this conversation with himself and his future self's like yeah he's like i'm a huge asshole i just kill all these people and i guess the present self or whatever he's like I, why would i do that and he's yeah. like no you're, you're just gonna do it i'm like that's yeah, not an well, explanation it made no sense <laughs> no well, what really didn't make sense is during that argument uh was it zoe bell she stabs him with a was it the screwdriver oh yeah in the face yeah i was like why did she do that she's 
just she literally just says moments before that she loves him. She's like yeah. trying to con- she's trying to convince him not to kill her, and she's like, you know what? Screw it. I'm just gonna stab you in the face with a screwdriver. She's pretty much the one who changed him. She turned yeah. him into that monster. <laughs> you gotta watch out for women. They'll they'll change you into bloodthirsty killers. Yep, they're succubuses. <laughs> I will say, compared to last week's movie, I thought this one was actually made a lot better as oh, far yeah. as like the the shots and like the acting was a little bit better. Not much, but a little bit. It, it was better, but the story could have been a whole of a hell lot better this just seemed like it was a doctor who reject episode like a twilight zone <laughs> reject episode yeah uh, the outer limits rejects you know it's just something that someone tried so hard shot that ever everyone rejected it and finally netflix is like fuck it we'll make your damn movie and then here it is <laughs> yeah i agree i definitely agree with that i do think it's funny uh, i know we were texting about it a little bit when we were watching it last night and i think we both commented on was at the very beginning when they had the they had like these cops they're basically watching the warehouse and they're basically giving exposition on all the like the backstory for each of these characters i thought that was just so forced it's like you know character shows up and they're like yeah that's you know so and so he's a harvard grad but uh, only because his dad has money and then like a next dude shows up and he's like yeah he had an accident so that's why he's here yeah it was like who cares like i don't care about any of these people it's like their names are irrelevant and honestly who could not how could you miss the van yeah as well especially because the one guy's like staring straight at it and i was like the van the plain view when everyone's getting out of the car and they're being introduced (laughs) you can see the two cops in the back clearly looking and staring at them <laughs> and that everyone just is so just nobody sees the fucking van i was gonna say i know if i was you know part of some billion dollar time travel research group meeting you know all secretly i'd probably be on the lookout for cops like that <laughs> it was just it was just ridiculous and again it's like they were waiting outside the entire well I guess it wasn't that long since it only takes place in one hour, but yeah. what the hell were they doing the whole time? I don't know. Goofing around, I guess. I don't know if this confused you or not, but it confused me in the very beginning. So basically, uh, was it Zoe Bell and, and the her boyfriend, they show up together and that's when the cops are like, yeah, that's our undercover agent. Did you think it was the guy? Because I completely thought it was the guy for like the longest time. Yeah, I thought it was the guy. Yeah, because he's even like staring at them. Yeah, he was the one who was staring at them. Well, she's like, stop staring at us. You're making us. And I'm like, oh, okay. He, she, you know, trying to say that he's a rookie or something so that's something i didn't understand yeah and then all of a sudden he's like oh i never knew my girlfriend was an undercover agent it's like well when did he figure it out too that's yeah. what i didn't get when did he figure it out yeah it, it really didn't make any sense at all i that's that's like one of the big kind of like plot holes i thought was like how like what the heck happened there i, I think it was supposed to be a purpose i think they were supposed to purposely try to swerve us there and then they got us with a double swerve at the end that she was the ultimate bad guy I think that's what they were going for, you know, because at first it's like, oh, really? She's the undercover agent. And then after all, boom, she's not. She's actually the big bad guy. Well, I think it's supposed to be she's the bad guy in the future. I think that's how that worked out because she had like the they basically get a, a disc full of like the sock futures or whatever so basically they stole from uh this was it uh back to the future 2 is pretty much what they did <laughs> they stole from that this made it this made it even worse <laughs> yeah i did think that it was kind of random that they're like yeah they went back to 2007 to start playing the stock market i'm like didn't the stock market crash then how did that happen yeah, yeah they go back to 2007 it's like this guy hasn't existed until 2007 it's like well, why 2007 <laughs> yeah it's a very random year and then it, they only went up to what was it 2069 or something like that or, or maybe it was like 2020 20s or something i don't know i wasn't really paying attention to that part yeah it was a not too distant future oh and i will say i i think i did fall asleep in this movie oh no because I, I think i missed a good like 10 15 minutes but i stuck it out <laughs> i saw the ending but i think there was like a good 10 15 minutes where i remembered i was like wait i can't fall asleep and i woke back up <laughs> 
But I remember I was like, I have to finish. I think I woke up. Well, the part I remember is when the whatever the the, the rich kid, he was a badass for whatever uh-huh. reason. He's mad at the world, and he came back. I thought you said there was gonna be dead people everywhere. I was like, Oh, oh. yeah, that was kind of funny. It, that guy. Oh my god, oh, I was I was very happy died. to have him killed. Yeah, the way he died, I thought that was odd too, because. You know they say, oh, you know, keep, make sure you keep your arms and legs inside the vortex. But everyone had a real wide stance, didn't you think so? I thought yeah. everyone had a real wide stance in there. Yeah, it was the quantum leap stamp. Yeah, everyone was spread out except for that guy. And then finally, his whole head gets chopped just cleanly off. And then yeah, that didn't make any sense. Yeah, how'd the body get moved so far away? I, you know, I asked the same question. Yeah, because so his, his basically his head is in the center of the uh, of the transport pad, and his body is like by a console or something. I'm like, yeah. who moved it? Yeah, a good couple of yards away <laughs> <laughs> yeah that didn't really make a lot of sense to me at all and then, you know it didn't even look like blood it looked like beans like someone just spilled beans right there yeah actually my, my third first red, thought yeah. when we went no <laughs> I, well actually it was a little bit red so my first thought when i saw that that special effects or whatever i was like did somebody get like captain crunch and put like red food dye in it <laughs> and just like spread it on the floor captain crunch yeah just oh yeah. yeah why was it so chunky well m- one of my favorite parts about that scene though is the first time he uh was it the boyfriend character goes back or goes forward in time and you know he sees all the bodies everywhere and he sees that they have like a self-destruct going off and he runs out in the hall and he's like it's gonna blow like who is he yelling that to everyone's dead who initiated that the self-destruct yeah it was him or future him which really yeah it got kind of confusing like why why did he do that uh when um i think it was when everyone was still like kind of i think it was when they're kicking the uh the rich guy mr lando when they they captured him and they're like kicking him and kind of interrogating him i think that's when you see the the main bad guy go into that uh room with the transporter and start the self-destruct how he knew what the self-destruct was that they don't really explain that like how did he know that i was probably asleep on that part i don't remember no no i mean oh gotcha no it's fine it's it's just they were um it, it's kind of like an off you know like they had like the main group they're all together they're all you know talking about the time travel problem and, and then it shows the the killer you know go into the the transporter room and he you know he's typing on a laptop to sell set up the self-destruct but my, my question is so that we find out the killer is a future version of the boyfriend character but i'm trying to figure out what like when did he learn about the self-destruct and when did he learn how to do it because they don't ever explain that you're right because he would just get dressed and then he just go straight off and do his bidding yeah i don't really understand like how did like when did he learn about that? How did he figure that out? It's a paradox. We're not supposed it, to yeah, apparently it is a paradox. They were counting on you not paying attention to stuff like that. <laughs> that's very true. Well, that's like there's a few. I actually wrote down like questions that I had when I was watching this movie. I, I put, why were these particular people on this team to build a machine? And I was like, how did like they bring them together? Like, why were they even together? I know that they're supposed to be like smart, but like... There's no reason given why it's like these group of people. It's just like, okay, I'm going to hire the you know, following five people to go build a time machine without any reason why. I'm pretty sure it had something to do with the future. It probably did. It's They probably explained it something like that because when they explained the character, oh, this person, you know, is so far ahead of the future. You know, they have to go back and do this. That They got all the stock market numbers. They got the lottery yeah. numbers, I think they said too. Mm-hmm. So I'm pretty sure there's a reason they got that those specific people there. And the first guy who showed up dead who was dead in the lockers Mm -hmm. and then he died uh well so they sent him like a day back i think it was like the the day before and that's when he got killed he went back a day i think so or like or like way earlier in the day or something like that because three people time traveled the first guy went ahead an hour the second guy 50 minutes yep and the third guy went back yeah they they sent him back it was either like the day before or like the next or a few hours before or something like that yeah and then she just kills him and stuffs him in there so he smells his own dead body yeah 
I was like, that's actually kind of an interesting, like, I don't know, just like a thought or whatever. It's like your your own dead corpse is like in the locker next to you. And why didn't he look inside? Well, so if, I don't know if they had, it was uh, locked or not, but if you notice, it's like the only locker that's one person sized and it's the only one that's like different than all the other lockers. <laughs> I was like, oh, of course he stuffed him into that one. Yeah, it was off color too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like they're trying to tell us it's, it's special. Yeah, because it's just like, oh, where's the smell coming from? It's like, I'm pretty sure it's that one right there. And that's the one they opened it up. <laughs> yeah well the other thing that kind of got me or that bothered me is like so right before they even do all the big testing and stuff like that when they all show up to the to the where or after i guess they're they're downstairs in the warehouse and, you know they're about to do the test and you know start up the machine uh was it zoe bell she asked like one of the guys she's like you know if they're ready to test humans and i'm like does that mean they've tested animals and if they oh, yeah, have well i'm like and if they have i'm like did it work? Did they have to steal all the power from the city before? Like, I don't understand. There's so many questions I have about this because they made a big deal about them, like, shutting down the city, which I, that, I, I thought that shot looked pretty cool when they show all the city lights going out. Oh, yeah, exactly. This whole time, this all the power was out. And then you had that badass electrician come in and fix the elevator. Yeah. <laughs> He was a you terrible actor. <laughs> no, yeah, he was. <laughs> he just walks in there. Oh, well, I could probably fix it. Oh, we need it right now. Oh, it's going to take me a while. Well, I need it right now. Oh, okay. And then he gets it done. It's like, what the hell was that about? So you don't do that with your uh, your electrician? You're like, I need it now? And he's like, okay. Yeah. I, was just, I was just BSing you before. Yeah, exactly. Oh, this, this is going to take me a while. No, needs to be done right now. Oh, okay. <laughs> he yeah, just gets uh, it done. Right. <laughs> and then he's like, it should work now. Boom. And then it works. And then he kind of has that little, oh, yeah, like I did it moment. And it's like, what the hell was that? <laughs> I wonder if it was like a real electrician. He was just like promoting his business or something. If I agree to be in the movie. He was just there. He just happened to be working on the set as an electrician. <laughs> and they're like, holy shit, we forgot to cast this part. <laughs> hey, hey, Bob, come over here. We need you to, to say these lines. They, they legit broke something. So he had to stay there to fix it. <laughs> and only one elevator. And there's no other. There was no other way to get downstairs. That's, yeah. And that's, a, like that's a something else. Is a, to me. Yeah, it is a huge fire hazard. But not just that, though. I'm like. So they're in, basically in this warehouse. I mean, who built this thing where it has like one elevator that goes down several floors, you know, into like the, the testing area? I'm like, who who designed this? How did they get that built? Poorly built, poorly designed. I, I don't really understand that. Yep. It's like I completely forgot that they drained the whole city of power. Like, yeah, I had right. a good laugh. About it was that. a cool shot. It was a cool shot. The whole the whole lights just drowning out. But then you're right. It's like this whole time the city was without power. Nobody noticed. Well, I mean, the cops noticed. They're like, hey, the, the power's out. Okay. Yeah. What did they say? They said, oh, it's out for four blocks. And I was like, four blocks? Yeah, or something like that. Yeah. But then you see the whole city go out. <laughs> uh, I didn't, I didn't bother with that. I was like, okay, they don't have an understanding of space or time, I guess. And then it's why did they i understand they need to drain the, the power but wouldn't they only need to drain the power when they turn the machine on because it's not like the machine stayed running that okay so it's i'm glad you bring this up because that was my other question that i had so they turn on they, they talk about how like draining the power is gonna like attract unwanted attention because you know the city's gonna be dark and yeah that cause a big uh, issue especially with the government so they talk about it but then after they turn the machine on then they have like this big like group you know meeting about who's gonna be the the test subject to go through i'm like why didn't you decide this before you turned on the machine that seems like something you could talk about the day before save electricity yeah someone's not flexing their power no i mean that's something i don't understand i mean maybe he just didn't care i guess because he's not paying the electric bill he's stealing it from his neighbors but like i don't understand like you're talking about how it's gonna like give you unwanted attention and then you're just gonna goof around for like 20 minutes before you do anything <laughs> well because it was originally supposed to be the rich white kid yeah and then they chose the the boyfriend who wasn't really a spy because
because they thought he was a spy and he's expendable. Yeah, that's true. I did find that scene really funny when he sees the uh, the camera footage because I, oh. I guess they had the camera footage for whatever reason when they're yeah, in this. Uh, I was over exaggerating. Yeah, and he's like, everyone's talking shit about this guy, and he's like watching the video, and like all the people are there. Yeah, <laughs> the, the boss is like, I was over exaggerating about that. Yeah, then he had his hand. He had his hand on that guy's shoulder. He goes, that guy's a prick. He took his hand off yeah. his shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> was it the guy in the wheelchair? Was like, he's like, I was just a uh, peer pressure. Yeah, he was. It was peer pressure. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty good. I was like, okay, I could, I can get a good laugh at that. Yeah, that was a fun. That was a pretty funny scene. <laughs> <laughs> or the um, was the bodyguard that was like a complete idiot, but he was a huge asshole at the same time. Why did he put the the suit on the costume? Why, I, I don't. Get I, that. I don't know. Well, I, I was trying to figure that out too because I mean, like, it looked like I mean, I get that they were trying to like look cool or scary or something like that because the basically the killer the whole time he's wearing like a black tactical uniform with like a gas mask on. So I've worn gas masks in real life. And you cannot see shit out of those things, usually. It's pretty hard. Not to mention you're sweating all the time. It's just, it's terrible to wear. So I'm like, why would you use that as like a, as a costume to kill people? I, I don't really understand. You could just wear like a ski mask and get the same effect. You know, I know this didn't happen to you, but people out there, there's got to be some Doctor Who fans who are going to understand this reference. Every time I saw that fucking gas mask, I thought of the Doctor Who episode. Are you my mummy? So you don't know this episode. There's this little boy who has the gas mask and he doesn't have it on. It's kind of fuse to his face because he's kind of like this mutant and the whole episode he's just looking for his mom so he just walks around saying are you my mommy are you my mommy with the gas mask so every time i'm watching the movie and i see the gas mask guy i think oh are you my mommy oh geez that's creepy see this is why you need to watch doctor who because it's a perfect <laughs> reference that you could be laughing at right now I was like i feel dumb for making it <laughs> i'm sure that our uh our three fans will uh <laughs> three other will people like that <laughs> yeah <laughs> It took more people to make the show than it did to listen to the show. <laughs> Aww. <laughs> so the only other thing that I kind of had a problem with this movie is, so they know that they're trapped down there with this killer, yet everybody kept wanting to split up. And they're like, I'm going to go by myself down the hall. Even though it's like, you just saw on camera that you're going to get killed. And you have a dude that just came back saying everyone died. But you know what? I'm going to go down by myself to the cafeteria for no reason, just so I can get stabbed. Yeah, or where else did they go? Wasn't there like a library that they went to? Oh, it was like, there was like a big server farm or something like that. It was like, like full of uh what do they call it like computers and stuff like that i know that was one thing yeah and then what was he doing there with the knife i don't know yeah that's the other thing I, he's like it's like i'm not the bad guy he's like i was just here with it like because the killer was here i'm like no you weren't you're in there like with a knife stalking them what the hell are you doing yeah it's like this other guy just got his throat split and we're supposed to believe that you had nothing to do with it you're just over here with a knife it's like come on guy you know when they did show his future self kind of go back to get in character when he was hiding from his past self I did, oh yeah that was interesting yeah, I didn't think those things were pretty cool i was gonna say the uh the continuity with that was actually Actually really well like really well done like because like they kept it very um what do you call it like they didn't change really anything from the like when his like his past self came to see him and stuff like that it gets really yeah, confusing to explain because like, this movie is confusing. It just it doesn't make sense that's why it's called paradox that's true i feel like that's true i was gonna say i wonder if i can go back in time and prevent myself from watching this movie will that make it so that this podcast doesn't happen only time will tell what would you rate this movie um i'd actually probably give it a, a three out of five fair i would say yeah yeah that, that's about right three out of five is about the right place for this movie it's one of those movies that you'd find on the sci-fi channel not something that you'd actually search for on netflix because you know how would anyone ever find this movie like you'd have to know about this movie to find it or be dumb like we are and just start searching <laughs> random shit in netflix i don't get how anyone would hear about this movie that's, that's true i can't stress enough that netflix needs to have a shuffle button or a random button because like 
people, how is anyone going to watch this movie? It, it's never going to pop up unless you watch B movies like we do. That's very true. I mean, I, I will say though that, I mean, this movie, unlike the Cowboys versus Dinosaur bullshit that we watched last week, I actually like this movie a little bit. Like, I mean, it's, you're right. It, it's not good. I mean, it's not great at all, but it's decent though. And it's, you're right. I mean, if you want to watch like a an episode of The Outer Limits that was filmed in 2016, I'd say this is the movie for you. son who's a disgrace. It's just... <sighs> It's like they tried. I, you know, God bless them for trying. But it was a terrible movie. But it's would I watch it again? Yes, I. I think I would. I'd watch it again just because you know I try to yeah, figure I probably it out. Would too. But there's nothing to figure out really, it's, except for <laughs> no, the bad. Guy, everyone dies. Who's not really a bad guy? Well, the bad girl, I guess. Yeah, I like how they did. Well, it she becomes the bad girl. Max, Max Devlin. You, it's you. You're Max Devlin, and the you know he just oh yeah, took it like yeah, that's me. Yeah, and then uh, what's funny though, yeah, and then at the end you find out the uh, was it Zoe Bell's real like her yeah. in, you know Maxine character's name Devlin. is was it Maxine Devlin or something like that? Yeah, I was, was like, clever. oh I okay, was I, I like what you but did there. Why was he owning? Why was the other guy owning the name yeah. earlier when he's like you're Max Devlin and he was just kind of like you know he never said he wasn't. Yeah, I think he was just being stupid. I don't know. That was yeah, that was kind of weird. I didn't really understand that either. But so, do we have anything else? The movie was enjoyable if you just you didn't pay attention to the stuff like that. It's kind of like you know you've seen Austin Powers uh, Part Two when they when they talk about time travel. They have that little disclaimer inside the movie. You know don't don't think about it too much. Just trying to enjoy the show. That's what I thought about with this movie. If you just don't really <laughs> think about it, just go with the flow. It's a good movie. Way better, yeah, exactly. Just miles better than the Cowboys versus Dinosaurs bullshit that the fiasco. That's why I'm glad we were able to find a movie that's decent. Halfway decent, I'd say halfway decent. So if you could go back in time and use a time machine to go ahead one hour or one hour in the past how would you change this first off i'd go back one hour and i'd stop myself from watching it and then i wouldn't have this problem (laughs) (laughs) the things that they could do to make it better it's like i think they tried to over explain the storyline too much they kind of oversold themselves they wanted something that was you know we want something that's going to make people think something real I don't even know how to explain it. And then they just missed it completely. It was just everything about this movie was confusing. That's why it's so hard to do with time travel. And yeah, like, it's, like I said, it's a bad episode of Doctor Who because Doctor Who has this nice way of uh, tightening up all the loose ends where this movie <laughs> just kind of let things go, let the paradoxes go. Like when the guy was on the floor, uh, the camera, and he's like, you know, give this to him because he's going to need it later. And the guy's like, oh, okay. And then sure enough, he gives it to him later. It's like, wouldn't you think that guy would know all this shit happened? He's like, wouldn't that be his opportunity to kind of change the paradox of it? Like, don't listen to the killer when the killer says, here, do this because it's important. I'd be like, no, I'm not going to do that. Yeah, I really agree. They they could have been a little bit, I guess, better about that. Like, even if they wanted to keep the same ending of or the same idea that you can't change things like you know once things are set um they could have always had it been like you know you're like you're right the guy on the floor with the camera you know he, he decides like okay i'm not gonna yeah. give it to him but have so the dude take like it that. anyway i was like that would yeah i was like okay that, that would have been like oh he's trying to change it but you can't change it okay otherwise it just yeah it just seems yeah, like just all these people are a bunch of idiots for knowing the future and yeah i'm like okay i'm just gonna go with it whatever let's just don't overthink it in the end just don't overthink it yeah and that's all i have to say about that and that is the story of paradox so mike i heard that you recently saw it in theaters yes i did and it reminded me of another clown movie about a clown who comes back from the dead to haunt those who took his life during a fatal party mishap it's called stitches snitches get stitches and sleep with the fishes
directed by Connor McMahon. This is going to be our next movie for the next time you hear us. That sounds like a plan. Well, folks, stay tuned next week as we review Stitches about a clown. Yeah, I'm going to have nightmares. In a fatal party mishap. It's not worse than it's, but we're going to watch them try. (laughs) All right, everyone. That's it for today's episode. Be sure to check us out on Google Play, iTunes, SoundCloud. Leave us a comment. Send us an email about whatever movie that you saw on Netflix that you don't want to watch, but you want to force us to watch it. Because that's what we're here for. We're here for you. Again, I can't stress this enough, but we're like Jesus right now. <laughs> that's right. That's right. We're uh, we're watching movies and it's uh, forgiving your sins. <laughs> yes. This is the only way we can absolve you from your sins. You have to listen to our show and you will be absolved. Exactly. You can go, you know, cut somebody off, rob a bank, just watch one of our shows and you will be good to go afterwards. At least, you know, in Jesus's eyes. And if it's not, we guarantee it. And if not, after you die, come find us and we'll fix it for you. (laughs) It's fucking ridiculous. (laughs) That's all I got. Podcast over. Turn it off. Just just shut it off. (laughs) Just just shut shut it down.